So let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey everybody, welcome to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. This is our special Father's Day episode. So Emily and I decided to do something a little bit different. Emily is not here with me today. Uh, instead, I have my my brothers, uh, literally and figuratively, from the dad outpost uh, here on on today's episode with us. Woo-woo. That's right. We are here. <laughs> so I have Logan, my brother, and Zach, a bald guy. Um, <laughs> Respect. Respect. Uh, so there, we're going to kind of take over this episode today. You know, in honor of fatherhood, we're going to talk about some father stuff. So we we have an, a podcast. We talked about it on here before. The three of us have the Dad Outpost podcast. We've been running into some difficulties with uh, SoundCloud, so it's not up yet on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's on SoundCloud, so the Dad Outpost is on SoundCloud. We'll include it in the in the links in the show notes. Uh, or include a link in the show notes. So if you want to go, if you guys want to go listen to it, the first three episodes are up. We're just trying to figure out the SoundCloud nonsense so we can make a bigger, uh, not a bigger star, like a bigger grand opening, I guess. Andrew is a thousand years old, and so technical stuff is really hard with him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in charge of the technical. I don't know why we did that, but it worked out the best. I. I, I I'll, I'll just leave that. I'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> so on our regular episodes, I think um, it's just become apparent really quickly that that we don't we don't we're lacking Emily's wisdom already. Yes, in this <laughs> <laughs> that is that is apparent. So you, on on our regular episodes, Zach kind of han- handles the um, the great difficult task of getting me to shut up and. Uh, keeping the the podcast. We'll call it the flow. We'll call it the, the flow. flow. He's in charge of. So I'm just going to step back and let him be in charge of the flow. So okay. So Zach, yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here with the guys. You know, on the outpost. It's. Uh, I'm. I still am surprised that Emily was willing to like kind of hand over the torch. <laughs> I mean, well, this isn't our first time on the podcast. All three of us have been on together. That's true. Our, wow. our better halves were there. Um, and so this is like the, the worst halves of all of us who are here. So we're like running at, what would this, what would this be like a third of a tank with the three of us? <laughs> Nonetheless, here we are. So on that note, then bros in the wild, Logan hit me with what you got for bros on the wild in the wild. Okay. So I, like I said earlier, you guys are, are old, right? And so you might not know the NBA finals are going. I would on say right now. focused. Okay, I would say focused. Yeah, focused. Also, to be fair, I had no, I literally had no idea the NBA finals were going. Well, I, I mean, thought it was over. I thought that, that the NBA was done. <laughs> you're you're not helping. I've literally never more. even watched a single NBA game. There's no way you haven't watched a single one from start to finish. Never one time in my life. From start to finish. So, like, you've seen clips. I've seen the NBA play before. Okay. 
Zach, the NBA is they play with a basketball. <laughs> no, Logan, look, I think I figured out what the problem was. He was at the game. He was just so short. He couldn't see. And it wasn't like a basketball player. It was actually like, like a small old grandmother in front of him. That was blocking his view of the car. <laughs> and then when she went to the bathroom a couple of times, he was actually busy buying pretzels and foam fingers. Right. So. No, no, no. When I she went to the bathroom, that's that's the time when he watched the game. So he did see. <laughs> okay, he game. did see. Okay. Okay. So Logan, tell me, walk me through the bros in the wild. What happened with the NBA finals? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I sent you guys basically I, I need you to see the picture. So Clay Thompson on on Golden State. So right now it's Golden State and it's Boston, right? Clay Thompson is one of my favorite players, right? Because he's a really his good three-point shooter. His forehead and his nose are like on one plate. Yes, they really are. But what's really funny, Amazing. so after game five, I want to say it was game five. Yeah. So at last week, they How had, many games are there in the finals? It's best, it's like, best of four or best of seven. So first okay. of four wins, right? Mm-hmm. So the last game was in Golden State, and there's this YouTuber who looks like Clay Thompson. And so he dressed up like Clay Thompson and went through their security. <laughs> went through like four phases of security. Dude, no and way. And started That's... shooting on the court before the game. And then finally, <laughs> I don't know if Clay Thompson himself Bro. walked out and was like, "That's not me," but eventually he was caught and kicked out. But like, how crazy is that, man? Man, that's like that's yeah. like so Dude, European I want to meet levels. that guy. I don't even I know. Dude, is it, the the Europeans I don't even do this care to me, I don't even care soccer. to meet the real guy. <laughs> I just want to meet the guy who, Dude, who did it. So, so the Europeans do this kind of stuff all the time with soccer. It's like a big deal to like run out onto the field, uh-huh. and so like all the time you'll have people like like even like kids jump into the, on the field, run across the field, and then like the the gig is to try and get off the field without the security being able to tackle you. <laughs> oh and so there are tons of videos of like kids running up and like the fans love it. And so they'll reach down and grab the, the person who's running on the field and like pull them up before the security guards can get them. <laughs> like Europeans are so wild when it comes to like their soccer. Traditions. Oh, I love dude, it. That's all. It's like half, it's like half the event is that. Yeah, dude. It's like the best part about Europe is that. That's super dude, that's cool. funny. That's awesome. That's, it's just, uh, it, it's never really happened or been documented like that before where he, he didn't just sneak in. Like he didn't just try to avoid security. Like he pretended to be Clay Thompson. <laughs> That's Dude, awesome. Somebody should have got through. fired. That's hey, all I got to hey, say. Oh, somebody got else? fired. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of sports. So we had been planning on doing a half marathon. How's your guys training going? So it depends on what your definition is of training. <laughs> I, I made a very specific training plan. Okay, by that definition, <laughs> I have failed <laughs> significantly. <laughs> I have been getting some running in. I have put some miles in, but uh, not... I think this week we're up to like 14, 15. Is it, is it from like Krispy Kreme to the car? No. Dude, it's Chick-fil-A, bro. Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A because we can use points, right? So I don't pay for everything. But no. <laughs> pay for anything. Uh, dude, Chick-fil-A is the other variable. <laughs> the other variable was the term used last time. <laughs> no, but I have started running. And I, so, so from the time that we started to now, it it was really good at first, and then it stopped. I can't, and then it got I really can't look good. at your face without laughing for some reason, right? Now. You're like Krispy Kremes and Chick Fil A. I'm gonna go go to the gym right now. I actually no, but, love Krispy Kreme, but anyway. 
but so I also cycle, right? And so like I went road cycling on a bike and the route that I typically do, I decrease my time. How, by like how else would one go road cycling? On you could do it on a unicycle. You could do it on a unicycle. I guess you're right. I, I, I retract my question. I'm sorry. There's a bunch of my coworkers that have motorcycles, and so I have to specify. I, I really expect you to say <laughs> that, unicycle. That's not but, really called cycling, though, right? No, they it's not. It? They call it cycling. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand this group. They're all like 20. <laughs> Whoa, dude, it's like a gang, bro. The, the motorcyclists, it's like a gang. So. Yeah, but they're on like yeah. Kawasaki's. They're not <laughs> riding Harley's. <laughs> You can they're like cross rockets. They're all, they're all types of gangs. I would love to see like like a, a cross rocket gang go up against like a like a Harley Davidson gang. Actually, I know nothing about this world, so this means like uh, all I know is like. Are the, you just trying to? Are you curious to see what weapons would be used? Or I just like, want to see them. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I just want to see them like interact. Like all I know about like biker gangs is what I've seen on commercials for Hell's Angels. Like oh. not even like the actual <laughs> show, <laughs> just the commercials. Oh shoot! Before we move on, I'm, sh- I'm sure that's grossly offensive to you know the, the biker gangs. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry if you guys end up listening to our podcast. Welcome. How did you get here? Uh, happy you're here. <laughs> Please let us know what weapons you would use. My uh, my <laughs> yes. running my running is not going good. the The first like six weeks, I was killing it. I yeah, was, dude, you were way on top of it. Yeah, I was way. I was I was doing good. My wife kept telling me how proud of me she was, and so I was getting <laughs> some extra affirmation, you know, of getting out there and running. And then uh, we're building our own house, and we haven't even got well. So a couple weeks ago, oh geez, I don't even know where to start. That and it's irrelevant to everybody, but it's just to give you just to, me, to give you an idea sick. of. Just giving you an idea of how it's been going. <clears throat> they were supposed to dig the guys that came out and they did our dug our foundation and then they came in an ex and then they came in and brought in all of the grade, right? The the road mix to compact and whatever for the concrete to be poured into. Well they brought like they brought too much, so they had to scrape a bunch off, and there's only one person that gets to pay for all that, and it's not them. So then then they dig around the edges to where the concrete's supposed to be poured. Well, it's only supposed to be dug. Wait, 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 wait. They, they, three feet. they brought too much and then charged you for the extra? Well, yeah, dude. I mean, who else? <laughs> like they're not- it, it seems like a great business plan. They're like, hey, so we only need this much. Let's bring an extra 25%, and we'll see an, an extra margin. But so anyway, anyway, so then... So then they dug they dug the exterior edge where you put your footings and your stem walls. Well, that was only supposed to be two feet deep. They dug it three feet deep. Well, when the, due to compaction, the way it all works is that you have to have a certain level of compaction before you can pour concrete. So you can't just push that dirt back in and pour the concrete on top of it. Like once it's disturbed soil, you're like you're stuck. So all day today, on top of everything, on top of working, I've been on the phone with different engineers and. And going in and working with city council, not city councilmen, city planning and zoning guys to see what our options are. Because, I mean, if we poured that three feet deep exterior edge, it'd be like an extra 15 grand in concrete. Right? So, like, it, it's a serious, like, it's a big deal. It's not just like, oh, yeah, no big deal. So, we're trying to figure out, we can't do road mix. Typically, you, you would bring in road mix, but because you can't get a full roller on there, only like a plate compactor, 
you uh, you can't get the compaction necessary. You have to have 97% compaction for your concrete. And so now we're looking at different options. So long story short, guys, you know what? Bros in the wild, I'm out here trying to provide for my family by building my family's house. So because we're doing the the only things that I'm not doing. So I'm, I'm, I'm generally in the, the project as the general contractor. And then... So I'm having somebody excavate it and somebody plumb it and then somebody pour my foundation. And then I'll do all the framing, all the electrical, all the sheetrock. I'll do everything else after the concrete's done. So you're not just winging it. I mean, you know, it's like, you guys seen the new Top Gun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, so good. Did you, did you guys love it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I Are loved it. I, I, I actually loved it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's like your jam. That's totally yeah, Logan's jam. like Logan's more qualified to love it than we, than we are, Zach. We just can't love it to the same degree. <laughs> to the, yeah, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's just. I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. <laughs> the the flight scenes, dude. The flight scenes were off the charts. Like the flying was unbelievable. Yeah, because they're like they had a camera in an F eighteen. Oh yeah. yeah. How nuts is the, that? The only flight scene I had an issue with, where I was like, I don't know if that's possible, is when they were like chasing the fifth generation Iranian fighter. I mean, it's, it's the Iranians, right? That's yeah. who they're fighting. And then, like, it just like went like Up this, and, and then started like, yeah. like, 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 like rotating on its like on its side. You know what I'm talking about, Logan? You remember that one scene? Oh yeah, it's possible. It's, it's possible. I was gonna say all of those were real shots. I don't yeah. think that one. Not was. the, not not the fifth generation. Not the fifth generation jets. We have fifth generation jets, and so do other countries. We're, we're actually like to... we're actually like sixth generation, but we're not. We're the very top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, like, uh, like the plane article... at the very beginning where he's like flying the, the one where he, he reaches crazy fast speeds and goes really high. That plane exists. It's not. It doesn't yeah. look like that, but it exists. Oh. Yeah. They actually. So the Chinese thought that that plane was real like they had a prop plane that looked like they, they had a prop plane for the movie the chinese thought it was so real they like i can't remember what exactly they did but they did like they commissioned a satellite to like fly over and take pictures of it of like the the movie no set because i thought it was real yeah I, I don't remember what specific if that's it, specific what happened but like it is that real there. is that a real story yeah so i read it on task and purpose which is like a, a military oh. um like newspaper thing got it we are really farmers fake news all right so um he says it real moral of the story (laughs) is you can sneak into nba games if you look enough like the other guy and you just own it dude don't don't try to build your own house unless you have loads of money and lots of free time no but zach here's the thing here's the thing you 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 lived in in russia just like i did yeah right why don't you just take some inspiration from the beauty and the masterpiece <laughs> that is the Russian staircase uh, and just dude, do it, man. Off the charts. I, I just, I, I think my, I think I would just have a seizure. Like <laughs> I, would have a seizure. I, I could accept, I could accept the, the stairwells for what they were because I knew it was temporary for me. If I had to live in that every day, I think I would just like, yeah, t- tell Logan. Tell you Logan know? about the staircases. He doesn't yeah, know what we're talking about. Should I like Google Russian staircases, dude? You go. You go up these staircases, and they would get skinnier. This is the way you're talking about, right? Is this the part <laughs> yeah, you're talking yeah, about yeah. about the staircases? Yep. They get sk- nothing square because everything's concrete. Okay, they pour okay. everything concrete. There's no wood framing, so they would just yeah. Your staircases would get skinnier. 
And then towards <laughs> the top, they you know they might get a little bigger again. I mean, that's and, where it's like and, in the bathroom. And, and none of the <laughs> none of the steps were the same size. They no. like one hundred percent eyeballed the stairs. Yeah, you're like, dude. Did like, you even, not even like, did you even use a ruler? Heights. Like, so, like, I mean, yeah. Not even different. There's just different heights, different depths. Like the stairs were both different depths and different <laughs> oh, heights, dude. and they were different depths at different parts of the same step. So you like had to look at your feet while you walked up the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah it was none of this. Like you, you can walk the stairs in the dark like you can in your house. You know how you like no. memorize the stairs. You know, it, oh, yeah. there's, there's none, it's of, none that. of that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like the the. It is amazing that that country did as many ama- great things as they did. It's like they took all of their social capital. Like we're doing all of this awesome stuff. Stairs? Who needs them? Like this work? <laughs> like what's the deal? I don't see the problem here. What's the what's the uh, landscaping and stuff like in landscaping? What are there mountains? Is it flat? Like what? What is you, Russia? You get every, I mean, you get everything in Russia, man. Yeah. yeah it's so just like, like here, yeah. in Western Russia, where Zach and I both, actually, Zach, you were in Rostov, right? Yeah. So I don't know about Rostov, but like in, in Moscow, it was mostly flat. And then you get out in some areas, you'll get some hills, but it's mostly the, the step. Okay. It's kind of intense. Yeah. So there's like it, stairs. This is what we need. It's like well, a, like have they, you ever seen the stairs on trails up in the mountains? Like where they put rocks into the. Into, is that yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like I'm talking about like, like in their big apartment buildings. I'm not talking about like outside. Like in, in their giant, like multi etage, was that multi story apartment buildings? These are the store, the, the stairs in the stairwells. <laughs> They're like, come live here. Yeah, it, it, it's wild. It blew my mind. But like, they do other things well. Like they have they have basketball courts and soccer courts, like in between all the houses. Which is they cool. have pull up bars at the uh, little kids' playgrounds. Everywhere, man. You're not a the man if bars. you don't do pull up bars. Yeah. yeah, I'm still on the pull-ups where like the I need the machine to to listen. Push me okay, up. before we get embarrassed, Andrew, give us your dad moment of the week. Like, what's <laughs> what do you got? Oh gosh, okay. So this is a um, a thing that I'm working on, trying to uh, find a good balance. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Um, I'll get your your thoughts, and then I'll share what I'm doing. So I really don't want. Hiram, especially because he's he's my oldest boy. He's he's five, getting ready to be six. Um, I don't want him to f- feel like he has to come to us to solve all of his problems. Yeah, even things like um, so. Today, he told me he really wanted to build a robot out of his shoebox. Or out of That's my old what shoe I'm box. talking about. Let's and so he Hiram. he has like he has the shoebox, and then he went and got all of these pieces. And so he's like, look, these are the pieces I need for this for this robot. Um, you know, he had like a, it doesn't matter, but he had a bunch of pieces and he's like, I, I just don't know how to put them together. Which and is good. I, I mean, that's a good step. Like he was, so he was thinking about it. He was yeah. thinking about it, yeah. um, but he, he, like, he asked me, how do I, like, how do I put this together? I, and he started to do some of the pieces. Uh, but then once he got past tape, being able to solve the problem, he didn't know what to do. So he asked me and he just starts like crying because he, yeah. he didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I don't want you. I, I I would rather you build something that's crappy and ugly, but you built it than me do it. Because like, I, I'm like I'm a 27 year old adult. Like, if I can't make some semblance of a robot out of a shoebox, like, 
I messed up somewhere along the way. Um, so I can do this, but I, I need you to learn how to solve problems. But he was like crying. Um, and so I didn't know, like, I didn't, exa- man, most of parenting, I don't really know exactly what I'm doing. It's kind of like pray and go by wing the spirit, wing right? It. Wing it. And hopefully the spirit comes in and gives me something to say that's better than what I would say. Um, so what do you guys do to kind of encourage that problem solving well, I mean, like problem solving skill. I think the the best thing that you could do is show him once or twice. Like this is how you admit. Like, does he need to poke holes in the box? Like, was he? Well, I I guess if you show I, I him, told how, him, I I told him I would do it. Oh, sorry, you you afford no, but like that, that's with with parenting. My kids are like two, so they don't, they don't really do solving is not not like the. <laughs> Yeah, we don't really, but with flying and my job, like I, I just, like, I literally teach people how to do stuff that they don't know how to do. And so the best way that it, that people learn is you explain it on, before you get in the plane, you explain how to do stuff and what stuff is, and then reach you maneuver and everything. And then when you go fly, I show them how to do it. And then I then let them do it knowing that they're going to make mistakes. And then I correct them on their mistakes. And then eventually they, I just say, okay, do this now or do this now. And then they just do it. And so I think that is, I've, I've felt those feelings of six-year-old Hiram, five-year-old Hiram of, of not knowing what to do, but wanting to be able to do this mm-hmm. and, and having the, the picture in my mind of what I want to do, but not actually being able to achieve it. And I then go to people that I trust and say, Hey, can you show me how you would do this? And then I have an example and then I can then build off of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Zach, what do you think? This is one of the, this is, this is like one of the top three parenting topics that I'm at like most passionate about. Like it's yeah. really important to me that because with the ability to problem solve comes self-confidence. Like those mm-hmm. are, you don't get one without the other. Right. And I think it's an, especially like, like, I think it's one of the things that dads especially are supposed to instill in their kids. Yeah. Right. Like I think moms are much, I moms do a much better job at instilling like, like a sense of self love. Right. But then like the self confidence and like pushing, like pushing me on boundaries. Like that's, I think that's more of a father thing, but anyway, go on. Sorry. Interrupted. So like today, um, Claire was, I was working from home today and it was just me and Claire and Claire was ready for some Mac and cheese. I was like, all right, dude, like I'm in the middle of sending emails and I'm on the phone with lots of different people, go get the box. And so I like walked her through the whole thing. And I mean, it was cool to see by the end. I mean, she was like glowing, just like stoked that she had made her own mac and cheese. Right. I mean, she boiled the water, she strained it. She did the whole thing. Um, Now that doesn't answer the question of how to get there. I guess I'm just preloading by saying like it's i think you're like bearing yeah. my testimony right of like this is huge um i think my biggest thing though because and because claire's in that same stage of like we'll try twice and then just panic meltdown and like the cry thing you know that i mm-hmm. kind of having today yeah i just i always make claire give me at least two solutions like okay what are two things that you think we could do and if it's a throw my hands in the air and say, I don't care, then I'll just say, look, I, I can't help you until you are willing to work with me, but I won't do it for you. That's big. Yeah. Sometimes that sometimes that works and sometimes she melts down and walks away and then the project's over, you know, <laughs> like, and I have yeah. to be, I totally have to be okay with that. 
Um, yeah, because it's heart wrenching, man. Like to see like how excited they are, and you're like, you get connected to this idea, like, oh, we're gonna have this memory that we're making right now, right? Um, and then so you're like, ah, oh, do I like stick to this principle, or so I can like make sure this lesson's taught, or do I make this memory right now? Yeah, mm. yeah. But it's what's fascinating though. What's fascinating is how many times like that they storm off and whine, how at least 50 to 60% of the time they circle back and come back later and say, Hey dad, what do you think about this? And it's like, Hmm, it worked. Or, or even if they don't further on down the line, it's time to make Mac and cheese again. And like, we get further down the line, you know what I mean? Cause like, there's an expectation of, Hey, I'm on my own. I got to figure it out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause that motivation's back. I mean, like Hiram and Hiram's story was motivated to build a robot out of a shoebox and Claire wanted mac right. and cheese and stuff. And so like, as soon as that motivation is overcome by a lack of patience, then they kind of go off. And then like you said, Zach, they'll come back and be, they'll have that motivation again and they'll want to do it. So I think that yeah. is, I think it's an important role in the learning process to, in order to build that patience of not knowing what to do, if that makes sense. And and that's why it's so important to just say, okay, we're, we're, we're done until you can figure this out because that teaches them like until they've actually have the motivation to see it through, like they're not gonna be able to accomplish anything. So yeah, I think it's big. Uh, and, I, and I totally agree with, with well, but I also said. think, I also think it's important that to, I think it's important too, to remember though, that like, it's okay for them to be frustrated. I'm totally fine with Claire being frustrated because yeah, frustration begins where your knowledge ends. Like you never get frustrated when you know what to do. So mm -hmm. by the, by, by virtue of her being frustrated, she's pushing herself forward, which I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. let's go. Like we can work with this. It's the meltdowns that I don't have. <laughs> right. But like the frustration, like we can work through the frustration. I'm fine with that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, and I agree. And I, and I, I did something pretty similar to what, kind of like the the model that you you presented zach so in my mind that as soon as hiram started doing this i i had brother jared come to mind right and so <laughs> i told him like hey look you don't have to do it on your own like you don't have to have like the technical skill to do this i just need you to come to me with a couple suggestions of how to do this and we'll make it work right so yeah. figure like have a suggestion i'll teach you how to do it if you don't have like the technical skill and sometimes I think it's better just like let them try something, but the solution in this mind, I was pretty sure in this instance, I was pretty sure required a knife. And so I'm not quite at the point where I'm just like giving him a knife. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I actually might, but he, his little sister and his little brother were in the room with him and no, uh, no. My, my wife would not be, would not be, it would not be kosher. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think that's super important. I want to make sure that our, my kids have that, not just for the workplace, but like for their own family, in for life. their own like, yeah. personal spiritual growth, uh, so that they come up against problems and they might be frustrated and and whatnot, but they understand that there that there's a pattern, right? So the scriptures are very much. I think the scriptures are less about trying to teach us the specific names of individuals. Um, in the scriptures and teach us specific stories. And they're much more about like teaching us patterns. Yeah. So we can say, Oh, look, this is happening over and over again. This is like, this is an eternal pattern. Elder Bednar talks about this a ton. Um, and, and so I, I think that's 
you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to instill patterns of righteous living. And I think coming up against a solution or problem, thinking about it, brainstorming some solutions and then trying to implement something, even if that means going and asking for help in implementing it is part of an eternal, eternal pattern. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Boom. And I think Thanks going much. into that, that next point of why our father's so important. Happy father's day to everybody, by the way. Wow. Um, I think just going off, like, I just want to say like, it, it starts with our example of how are we handling things? Are we just saying, Oh, I can't do that anymore. Or are we problem solving with patients? And because kids will follow the examples of their fathers. Right. And so if their father's a bum, odds are their, their kids are probably going to have some bumish qualities, if not be full on bum. Right. And so, <laughs> bum-ish the, qualities, I like but that. if, if you're, if, I mean, like, I don't know, I, my testimony really stemmed from my testimony of our savior really stemmed from our parents and, and especially the examples of our mother and our father. And so I just seeing that, like if, if we are actually setting a good example of how to take a problem, face it head on, not push it aside, problem solve in every way that we possibly can. And then when we can't being humble enough to ask for help, so that we can continue to learn and grow so that the next time we're faced with that same problem or similar problem, we can then achieve that and still be moving forward and always growing. So I like that. And I think, and then we can close with this unless anybody else wants something, you know, wants to correct anything I'm about to say, but I think the other thing that's really important as a dad is responding correctly when they ask the question, because that's, you want them to come to you when they need help solving a problem. That's the point, right? You blow yeah. up on them about solving a robot. They'll never come talk to you about a pornography problem. Yeah. Um, but man, it's, this is as much like priming us for what's coming as it is, is for priming them. So our response, oh, how we that's, respond, that's how got we a lot more terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how do we fix a robot? And Zach's like, you know, this is just preparation for pornography. <laughs> I mean, it's true though. <laughs> it is no it totally is it is it's like i said it's a pattern it's a pattern of living yeah right it's it's not it's like nothing's isolated everything interacts um the the, one one question i have so i want this like one serious question and then i want to like have a a more light topic about fatherhood or like father's day traditions um for you guys for you guys personally and, and in general um, what role does a father specifically play in helping children develop their testimony? Let's throw that one to the bald guy. Okay. That will give you time <laughs> to correct everything I say. Um, well, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, that's a 50, 50 role between the father and the mother, the, both the father and the mother are essential to the, to the children's growth. Right. Um, but a father is to protect and preside over um, the nurturing of the child and or the youth or whatever you want to say over preside over the spiritual growth of his family, whatever right. that family looks like. So, um, I mean, we're taught very explicit explicitly in the scriptures that if the child is not taught, that is on the heads of the fathers. So I don't. I mean, 
Plain and simple, in very simple language. I don't know how much clearer it needs to be than that that is the responsibility of the Father. Yeah, and I think part of the reason that the that the Lord has made it like the Father's responsibility is because mothers, on average, like if you look at the church as a whole, like mothers on average do a much better job of this without being told it's their responsibility, right? Sure. Um, they just so do like, it. <laughs> like, so they're... Um, you know, there are so many more righteous women in the church than righteous men, right? Especially if you've served in um, any ward in, in the church, but especially if you've served in like the, I call it like the, the wild west frontier areas of the church. Um, you'll usually the have, field. we call it the mission yeah. field. Yeah. So the, I, I like saying frontier. So I like saying we, frontier, frontier too, because my mission field was Utah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, the the frontier of the church, um, it's frequently a couple of it's like a handful of babushki and then one priesthood holder, right? <laughs> like Zach, you know that is one hundred percent true. Oh, yeah. Like especially outside of states. oh, you're talking like out there. I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking like like Louisiana versus oh, I, I, all of it, all of it, man. Oh, Front, okay. If you're in the frontier of the church, you're not in Idaho or Utah. Yeah, it's or Arizona or whatever. Like, if you're in like a small unit of the church, it is yeah. frequently like a, a heavy portion of the active members are going to be sisters. Um, and so I think the Lord is like, guys, I'm giving you this responsibility so you understand this is your job. Like, you need to step up and actually be engaged in this. Yeah. And I also think it's just a function of, I think it's the function of being the, the patriarch of the home, the priesthood holder mm-hmm. of the home. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's, there's, interestingly enough, there's not a lot of, like, doctrinal clarification on that question, right? So anything we say is is it's largely speculative. Um, so, like, the Lord makes well, it clear that they're... not totally. This, I mean, there's have, stuff, but... Go we ahead, have the proclamation to the family. I mean, that's where that all yeah. comes from. So, I mean, that's right. But and when when I say this, right? I'm no. So the final proclamation, 100, percent is doctrinal. Just in case you guys are on that fence anywhere, that is doctrine. <laughs> President Oaks just made that clear again. I think last conference, I've heard that. I heard that too many times at BYU that the family proclamation was a doctrine. So just so we're all on the same page. <laughs> As just for to, me just and to my clear, just to state yeah, it yeah, one just, more time. <laughs> As for me and my house, this is doctrine. Um, so, uh, what I mean by that is, my question was like, what what roles do fathers play in developing um, testimonies, in particular? Um, and in that way, like we know that there are differences between the male male and female spirits, and we know that there are some clarification and guidance on on roles and on responsibilities but like when it gets down to the like the when the rubber hits the road like there's not a ton of doctrine on it not a ton of revealed doctrine i think there's a lot of things that we can find um in the scriptures and there's a lot of so like a lot of science like scientific studies that provide some insights um like as far as like like male versus female nature so state your question one more time. So what role do fathers in particular play in the development of children's testimonies? 
their role is to lead out. What is the, what is the, I'm going to pull the proclamation up. Good. That's good. Good standard. When we don't know, turn to the doctrine, the doctrine, right? The doctrine. <laughs> I, that one drove me crazy. Like somebody told me that one time, like in a, in a, like a BYU religion class that it wasn't doctrine. And I was like, Dude. what? There's no way. And so I seriously spent like three hours trying to find a specific <laughs> statement. Saying, this is doctrine. I found it, but it took me a while. It was overtly said, I guess like when the prophet, like delivered the, the family proclamation or the proclamation on the family. Like he didn't think that he had to provide some extra clarification. That, oh guys, this is doctrine. Like he thought that <laughs> I'm saying this in general <laughs> conference. And that yeah, was enough. It, could you imagine if, uh, well, I mean, that's basically what the Lord had to do when he was here teaching the disciples when he actually like, gave them commandments when he was on the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, this is a commandment. <laughs> You have to All right, know it. So, Could you imagine they still have to do that today? This is a commandment. I <laughs> wish they would. the Lord. Yeah, I wish they would so everyone would be like, oh, wait, that was serious. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we in this week's Come Follow Me, we see why that doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, like, this week, like, Samuel is trying to tell these guys, hey, don't ask for a king, but they, they keep wanting a king. And so then Samuel says, all right, here's a king. I'm telling you the bad things about it, but I'm still going to let you do it. And so that's I I think that's why I think that like the Lord's not going to coerce us. He's not going to beat us over the head with it. Even in the old Testament where we think God is like this super harsh God that's unfeeling and is just like beating people over the head with the Ark of the covenant. um, Like he's, he's not like he's letting people live the life that they want to live and like choose the life they want to choose. So divine design Fathers are to reside over their families in love and righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection for their families. Mothers are primarily responsible for the nurture of their children. In these sacred responsibilities, fathers and mothers are obligated to help one another as equal partners. Uh, A little further up, parents have a sacred duty to rear their children in love and righteousness to provide for their physical and spiritual needs and to teach them to love and serve one another, observe the commandments of God and be law abiding citizens wherever they live. Husbands and w- husbands and wives, mothers and fathers will be held accountable before God for the discharge of these obligations. So, I mean, per that, I mean, kind of going back to what I said at the beginning, I mean, it really is, it is a, it is a, a 50, 50 split really to say, Hey, <laughs> let's teach our kids. the gospel, Right. <laughs> And I think it's less about a 50-50 split because that makes it like that it makes sound like one of two things. One's like I have my thing and you don't get involved in it, and you have your thing and I don't get involved in that, sure. but it's like split. Um and it's also not, hey, I have my thing and you get to do half of my thing and I'll do half of your thing. Right. I think there I is guess I a, should just say they're equally responsible, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They're equally responsible to ensure that they're the their children are taught the gospel. Yeah. And it's that specifically, yeah. Teaching the gospel. I think there are, I I think, and I might be wrong. Um, but I, I think that what the Lord's saying is that I have a responsibility to primarily answer for the things that I'm responsible for. Um, and then Emily has a responsibility to answer for the thing that she's primarily responsible for, but then I am responsible for helping her in her, yeah. In yeah. her responsibilities and she's responsible for helping me in my responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I think also one of the things that I take away from, from this, and you guys can let me know if you think I'm way off base. I, um, it, it kind of drives me crazy that 
we have gotten to this phase where we say like being a mom or being a stay-at-home mom is work too. And the reason it drives me crazy is because I'm like, we are on earth to like raise families, right? To build the family of God. Why are we equating motherhood with something as like banal as labor outside of the home? Yeah, yeah, like why on earth are we equating could you, uh, this? Could you could you define banal for Logan? Banal. Oh, is, for those um, who don't know, Mister Mister Baldgat. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I actually learned this r- word because it's a word in Russian, and I looked it up. Banalny is is um, is the word in Russian, and they use it semi frequently over there. And then I looked it up in English. I'm like I don't know what banal means. It means like like um, gosh, in Spanish, cotidiana is the word that. Um, it translates yeah, us. you see, I served in Utah. Okay, <laughs> gosh, um, I know the basics. Is it basically just trivial? Is it trivial? No, it's like every day. Like, okay. um, yeah, it's like something that like ordinary. It's, it's, just, it's so repetitive. It's so like ordinary that it, it's not. It's nothing fancy, right? And so, like the the fact that we would, in my mind, I, I get that people when they say that motherhood is is or being a mother is work. Um, I get that what they're trying to do is they're trying to like honor mothers for what they're doing. But in my mind, I'm like, why are we equating work like outside the, like, like equating employment, capitalistic employment with, with motherhood, like motherhood, like, like fatherhood is like, that is the reason we're here. And so in my mind, I work outside the home so I can provide my wife with the capacity and the the wherewithal. like the physical yeah. thing the wherewithal the wherewithal and the money and the food and all the things so that she can fulfill her responsibility of being a nurturer and being mm-hmm. responsible for, for, for yeah. yeah yeah um and and I get that other people are interpreting that differently that's great do your thing that's what that's where we're at um and, and in my mind I I, I just I think it frustrates me to no end like why are we why are we degrading motherhood by saying, oh, this is work? It's something more honorable um, than yeah. just capitalistic employment. Yeah, and I say that being the, I, you change the adjective describing motherhood in that sense, like what you're saying. And you're not trying to degrade the difficulty of motherhood because it's extremely no, difficult. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's extremely difficult, but it's like a, a spiritual difficulty. Whereas, like, you're not just flipping burgers ten hours a day, kind of difficult, like where it's just boring almost, respect. right? And so, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's all about the respect of the actual position they're holding in the home and in the family. Yeah. So I love that. Yep. Well, so, uh, Andrew, yeah, what's up? What kind of Father's Day traditions do you guys have <laughs> in your home? Let me let me call my wife in here. <laughs> okay. Hold on, real quick. Emily. Can you come in here real quick? No. Please. <laughs> Just come in here. We're leaving this in the recording that she says no. Yeah. No. Yeah, can you can you hear her saying no? Yeah. What Father's Day traditions do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Do we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. So. <laughs> do, do we have any father's situations? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily, Emily. I'm very em- sorry. Uh, no. No, hold up. Hold up. I So 
what about Mother's Day traditions? Do you have any Mother's Day traditions? Yeah. <laughs> and this isn't a loaded question. I'm just curious. I'm just curious what they are. Like, what are the Mother's Day traditions? Oh, um, he and the kids, like, set up a cute little spa thing, and they paint my toenails and show a cute. And we wow. make you breakfast in bed in the morning. Yeah, well, and, no, it's and... like a full day of pampering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like a jerk. No, you're not a jerk. That's not the point. No, the point of it's not. The no, same sorry. Right. No, that's sorry. That was not a loaded question. That's not a loaded question. I was just curious. I was just curious. No, 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 no. no but so the, the, I just the reason we were talking because no, it, there's so many Mother's Day things, but like Father's Day is kind of. But the thing is, none of us expect a Father's Day thing. Like I wish my birthday, not- I wish my birthday would just go away. Right. So Father's Day is, is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and so why do you think that we don't have more Father's Day traditions in general? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That I'm wasn't one of the answers on the multiple chase. No, 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 no. You don't have to. Like, the, like the poor. I think, and I, I'm guessing you guys agree with me. Like, as a, a guy, like, so uh, part of being a father in a lot of ways is just like sacrificing and going without, right? Like, whether it's going without good food for lunch or like we've talked about that in the podcast before. Um, <laughs> for the pair of earrings. Yeah, or like, like okay, like mom and the kids are going to visit uh, the in-laws for several weeks, and so you're at home alone, and you have to stay home because you have to work, right? Like that's just kind of like part of the deal of fatherhood, right? And so, yeah. like, if like for some reason, like it it doesn't even cross my radar that we should have special things on Father's Day. Well, I just feel part like that, I though, need to have part of that's because you're an eight. Because I'm what? On the, on the Enneagram. Oh. Because you're an eight, dude. That's part, why, part why, of it's your eight. What, 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 remind me again. I, don't, I, I, I didn't use the Enneagram enough to like really remember the details. Basically, like, you, you talking, Sorry, were you talking to me or Emily? Sorry. Uh, I was looking at Emily, but she's... Well, I can recognize an eight and a woman when I see it, but I don't know, really know what... Like, so what do you mean, Zach? Eight. What do you mean by uh, you're an eight? Now it's like the most Femi discussion we've had as you're talking Whoa, to Whoa, dude, no. Femi? Bro, this is like... <laughs> This is like human science, bro. You're right. Damn. You're right. But like all like on Instagram, like all the people who are in, who are into this stuff are like usually pretty femmy. So <laughs> I agree. I I love uh, personality I love it, tests dude. and exams yeah, and, and whatnot and, and like the science behind it. So I'm, I'm just teasing. But anyway, remind me again what what is an eight? So the eight of which all three of us are, uh, which is the challenger, basically doesn't give a rip about any of that kind of stuff. It's like skip holidays, skip birthdays, like. We're just down to business. We're getting stuff done. Like this, not super whatever. sentimental. Or yeah, like, there's not a lot of sentiment there. Just like yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. I recognize. I was gonna say you, you did pretty good, dude. That's those some good Mother's Day traditions. I gotta step up my game. No, I I. Uh, He's really good about that. I so M, it's M, probably my fault because I like expect a lot. <laughs> is, <laughs> is, is that your? Is that one of Emily's first couple years? There was uh, there were a, a, there was a lot of effort put in because I was afraid because she overtly said I don't really expect that much most of the time but like, <laughs> on my birthdays and on Mother's Day and on Valentine's Day and on our anniversary okay, <laughs> it's like I expect to be pampered all day good for you Emily expect- as you should as you yeah. should Emily, what, Emily what is what is Emily on the enneagram Here. I'm a nine wing one. So is Kaylee. 
So yeah, I, I totally, I, I get it. I totally get it. That was okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, everything I've done for those, like for Emily's pampering, it's intentional. I know she cares about it. It's not like something that comes naturally from me. Yeah. And that's also one of, uh, that's one of Emily's love languages though, too, is acts of service. Yeah. Right. Yep. And wow. so. Look at you, Logan. <laughs> I just, Logan's been texting Andrew saying, hey, bro, it's uh, so-and-so day. Love, you know, service, please serve your wife. It's actually just Facebook. Cause that's the only time I ever get reminded about anything important is Facebook. So <laughs> I, I actually, <laughs> funny enough on that note, like I, um, I never wish anybody any happy, anything on Facebook, on social media. <laughs> I don't, I, I make it a rule. The most I do is I thank people on my like on on my facebook or my instagram when people are wishing me happy birthday yeah you can go on it sorry <laughs> i will sorry emily's going bye bye emily bye, bye. hope you find i will dad. get on and just say thank you <laughs> at the end like the day after my birthday but the problem is if you get in this war of wishing people happy birthday there's no end no, to it there's no end dude i delete my birthday and all of that kind of stuff and if I have to change it, like if you can't delete it, I'll change it right before my birthday, and then I'll just change it back afterwards. <laughs> That's a lot of commitment for that. I'm just rude. I'm like, I, I'm just not playing. Dude, I, I I can't stand it. I just no. I yeah. At work, just, I delete my birthday and all the systems, so nobody in the office knows it's my birthday. <laughs> you you are Ron Swanson. I just want you to know. <laughs> I I you, know you know who Ron Swanson is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yes, that's what you remind me of. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to anybody. I know. I don't, yeah, it's I, a comment. I literally can't believe that. I can't believe this is happening to me. I know. On the you? public air, might I add? So there's it's like uh, record, public I record. Add. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, there's one other thing I wanted to say about that. What was it? Oh, dude, granola. Ah, speaking of granola, speaking of like Femi anti-masculism. Oh. oh, dude, I know. I'm like so into this like homestead thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What the heck? Dude, I thought I, it was fine. I, the only funny part I thought about, the only part I thought was really funny was your comment about being really femmy. That's the only part. Yeah. I was no, I, I think I said I'm finally like full granola. Like I'm just sending it full granola at this point. Dude, I, I made my own granola last week. I made my own pasta today. <laughs> dude, you guys have to charts. Yet? Homemade pasta off the charts. It's so good. It is so much better. It actually, oh, it, it's tastes like, yeah. it tastes like a different thing, honestly. How, how long from start hour. to finish did it take to make your own pasta? The first time it took a lot a longer than, uh, yeah, a lot longer than five minute, you know, noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think that we could do it in about 20 minutes, like from beginning oh, okay. to end. Um, not including like boiling time. Um, just because it's, it's like time, you make the yeah. you make the dough, you roll it out. Once you like know what you're doing, it's so much faster. So I think it took us like 40 minutes, but we did like a couple like dry runs to kind of like figure out the consistency and and how we're, we needed to run it through the roller and whatnot in the cutter. Um, yeah. But you're dude, better I, than I'm me. Like, I like I don't know. My wife. I mean, was like, hey, we can make there. our own. I bread. know that. But thank you. <laughs> well, Anna was like, we're just gonna make our own bread, and I was like, okay, I'm all for that. Homemade bread is amazing. It tastes super good. But she started doing it because she wanted to save us money. And I was like, by the time you buy everything and after you take all of the time to make it and the effort and blah, 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 I, it saved us like, it costs more to make it or on our own. Yeah. But I was like, and so we, I was got, like we got 10 chickens. Like we got yeah, 10 you, chickens. You guys are really, you got the animals. 
Yeah, dude, we got the chickens and lay the eggs, and yeah, you ain't saving you ain't saving no money. But you got farm fresh eggs. There's, no heavy, there's eggs. no heavy metals in the eggs. You know what they're fed. You know what they come out. It's, it's Maybe fun. that's why I'm I, I'm so fat is because all the heavy metals I eat. I don't know if that has to do with you being fat, but it. <laughs> no, no, <stop> it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's so much more about like just feeling like like connected to our roots than it is about like saving money. The, Dude, the term I, is I know, grounded. I know. The term is grounded. No, the term is the term is rooted. That, that's oh, rooted. Better. Dang, I was close. Dang it, rooted. Yeah. Rooted. Yeah, no, it, it's rooted. And and um, I love it. it. It's like, I never thought I would be this granola, but I'm, I'm here. Dude, I'm I don't, I, like, you're the only one that hates on it though. So I'm like totally fine with it. I mean, we got, so where we're building the house, it's it's on 20 acres and uh, it's full of wheat. Dude, I'm, I totally plan to buy 15 or 20 buckets of my own wheat, have my own mm. my own brand put on there, and just store my own wheat just for the sake of That's sweet, man. Do, have my own wheat, you know? Do you know how to grind your own wheat? Don't insult me, please. I'm just, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know how to grind wheat. I, um, we knew. I, okay. I, I just bought my first big, bo- big batch of um, popcorn kernels because you can grind it down and make cornmeal. Oh no way! I don't know. Yeah. That I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Kernels? Yeah, it's it's just dried corn. Well, popcorn and dried corn are two different things. But like it's it's I, I I know that, but it's still like a it's basically a dried corn kernel. Fascinating. Is that where they get cornmeal? Is popcorn kernels? I don't. Or is it actually I don't corn? think so. I think it's some. I think they there's a cheaper way of doing it in mass. Oh. oh. Um, but like, if you want to buy, and someone's listening to this that knows more than I do, I'm sure. But uh, if you want to buy raw, like if you want to buy like uh, whatever it's called, dry kernels, um, it's kind of hard to find them. But it's much easier to find popcorn kernels. And so I ordered some so I could try it out because I, I love making um, corn tortillas, and so I'm going to try and grind my own. You don't like corn tortillas? Dude, that's awesome. Respect. So I don't white. like. If they are fresh, whoa. Okay, listen. You're you're. <laughs> never mind. I just probably shouldn't I, get I, away. I'm what? I'm what? It's probably not the time and place. But the listen the. Uh, if they're fresh, like if you buy that, like if you buy them at the place where they made your street tacos and their fresh corn tortillas, off the charts. But like you buy corn tortillas at Walmart, no dice. No, it does. Unless no. they're boy, unless they're fried in coconut oil. I was like, you're just not cooking them right. Yeah, them up. I, I still like the corn tortillas that you can you can buy from like Walmart. I usually make my own corn corn tortillas though. I have the what is it called? The matza? What is it called, Logan? The corn matza. flour. Yeah, matza. I I have like matza, and so I'll make my own. It's so good. Nice. Again, I I just save the time and the effort, and I just buy them. That's me. That's my yeah. Opinion. I'm the type of person though that's like, I don't put too much effort in. Like, I if I have a need, like if I need a, a shirt, I go and I find a shirt, I buy the shirt, and I move on. Listen, no, the next step, bro. The next step after we get out to the farm, the next step is a milk cow. Dude, I'm so jealous. I, I I'm right there with you, man. Kaylee's Kaylee's pretty apprehensive about it because of what it would like. Your traveling days are over. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the benefit of the milk cow. The traveling days are over. I don't want to travel anymore. I, I still like traveling though. Yeah, I know you do. 
I'm, I'm a homebody. I don't. I, I'm like, I, so I, I'm a homebody unless I am like in a foreign country or like, like really traveling. I don't love like, let's get out for the day kind of thing. Oh yeah. But I, I like, Hey, let's go to like some back part of Mississippi and go yeah. see this tiny little town. Like that stuff. I enjoy that more, but like, I, I don't like just getting out of the house to like, getting out on the town to be busy. Yeah. I'm trying to become more like that. And I've realized I realized that this really like hit me last week and then we can get back to the podcast that I think a lot of the reason I don't like that is because I like arriving. I'm not, I like, I don't, I don't take enough time to be conscious about like, and I know it's corny or like cliche, but like enjoying the journey. Mm -hmm. And that really clicked with me last week of like, dude, that's why I don't like traveling is cause like, I, get, I don't like the journey. I just like arriving. Right. Oh really? So I'm trying yeah. to consciously enjoy the journey of like life a little more. Right. Mm -hmm. that, and I think that'll play into enjoying getting out a little more and be like, no, this is, this is part of the process of like getting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Well, so. you, gotta, you also gotta find like, what, what do you love, man? Like, do, do you love, like, once you figure out like what you love about, about life, like just working that into travels, so, like the thing I love is like, I just love like interacting with people who are like totally different than me or like from a totally different background, have a totally different culture. And I love like getting in there and like trying to figure out like how they, how they tick or how their culture ticks. Yeah. And so I, that's what I love about traveling. I love like getting into like the real places that make up a country, right? Not like the touristy places, but like trying to yeah. figure out, Hey, what, what does this look like? Like, like what is Russia? Like what really is Russia? I know right? when like, people say they've been to Russia and only, only been to Moscow or St. Petersburg. I'm like, yeah, you didn't go to Russia. Sorry. No, no dude. No. Like real Russia is like out in Dacha land in a banya yeah. in the middle of winter, <laughs> yeah. like drinking foss, looking at some like half naked oh, old hairy guy shoot, meeting dude. himself with, um, with some, all or some, uh, birch branches like that <laughs> that is russia and it's beautiful it's the most beautiful Dude. thing i've seen one of the most beautiful things i've seen in my life Dude, um, that's, funny. that's funny yeah okay right, so well, let go ahead. It, what what do you want to talk i mean is there anything else we want to talk about father's day father's day traditions being a father no, I, th I think we kind of talked about, I mean, like fatherhood, uh, father's day is kind of a, a, an interesting thing. I, I think, I don't know if we need to do a better job as fathers about like, about recognizing ourselves and each other and the fathers in our, in our lives, the father figures in our lives. Um, I'm actually more I, surprised that you don't have something because you're all about celebrating the big things in life. Like celebrating. I know. Things. I, and that's an intentional thing that I've started to get at. It's not something that's really natural for my personality. It's something that I've learned over time where I, I don't do those things. And I've recognized like a lack of meaning. Um, and so I'm, I'm all about like creating tradition and culture. Mm. Um, and, and I think when I was in college, I was more like, I was more libertarian. And so I was more individualistic and I, 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 kind of graded against the idea of culture and tradition. Um, and then towards the end of college and especially afterwards, I really fallen in love with the idea of like 
the value of ancient traditions and cultures. And, um, and be, since that kind of phase of my life has started, I've tried really hard to, to, to celebrate wins and to create traditions um, and create meaningful traditions. I think our, our one, one of our problems as a civilization, I think not just as like a country, but as a Western civilization, I think we're just gutting out our traditions so hard um, big, because we're like, oh, there's no reason for this tradition. Like, there's no logical reason behind it, or there's no, we, there's no reason we all have to be this way. And so we just gut our traditions. And I think we just lose so much out mm. of it. Um, and and part of it in America, I think, is like it's part of the Puritan ethic that you know, it's like we work hard, we get crap done. Like we don't need, yeah. we don't need these things. Like we don't need this like these special milestones. Like we just keep going through it. Like I don't care. I work through my birthday. Like it's totally fine. Um, and um, I think that we we div- we hollow out our lives of meaning when we do that as a society, as a tradition. Yeah. I don't know what it what the opposite of that looks like in a healthy amount, um, but I I know that we have overcorrected. Right? We we we're just we're so devoid of meaning and of tradition and of ceremony and of reverence like that. None of those adjectives are the words you would use to describe Western civilization, especially the U S right now. Yeah. The American yeah. culture, you know, without question. Right. But that's and another I discussion it. I, for I, another I crave day. it. I crave it. Yeah. So, that, and that's why that's actually one of the main reasons I started studying Hebrew is because it's so full of that. Um, and I just like, I want more of it. And so anyway, yeah, I think that's a discussion for another day. Um, so guys, if you're, thank you for sticking with us through this, uh, meandering, wandering episode. Uh, I think it's been a pretty fun one though. And this is pretty typical of the dad outpost. Zach keeps us mostly on task and, and the flow mostly good. Uh, and then I, I ruin it pretty frequently. So I apologize for that in general. Uh, but if you guys want to, I'm just here evidently like my purpose is unknown right now. I just kind of, Logan's like he's I'm the, just the bridge between Zach and Andrew because he's the rock. He's the only reason rock. Zach is in Andrew's life is because of me. So. <laughs> That's true. There's That's a lot. Of, there's that, there's a lot of deep yeah. symbolic meaning in that, Logan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you guys uh, liked our episode to, together, um, please jump over on SoundCloud for now. Uh, we'll be up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen podcast pretty soon i'm hoping in the next couple of weeks if soundcloud can stop being dumb and uh when, when we're up we'll announce it on on outpost of heaven's pod or instagram and on all this podcast so thanks guys i hope to i i am excited to continue this journey with the two of you over on on our podcast yeah i'm bummed we I also have it. an instagram page the underscore dad underscore <laughs> outpost that has nothing on it that has nothing on no. it yet, but it will. We'll, we'll, we'll put a post up for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Keep the faith. Have a good day. Yeah.